with that, I think we can kind of jump into our next topic, which is the importance of dads. Now, parents, of course, having both parents is absolutely the, the American dream, the dream of all life on the planet. But I wanted to talk about the importance of dads because we have my special guest here, dad. So with that, we're going to now jump into this topic here. So for you, dad, just kind of give us some backstories on your upbringing and how it contributed to the amazing, <laughs> if I could give you an Oscar, a Grammy, whatever, man, you're, you're exactly, there's nobody I've seen that can top the dad that you are, man. So wow. what, what contributed wow. to that? I appreciate you saying that though, baby. Of course. I really do. And sitting here with my with your son really makes it even better. Let's go. But as far as like a dad, me growing up, I wanted my kids to have things that I didn't have, that I saw that I wanted. And that's how, you know, my whole life as a dad was trying to be a dad. You know, I just didn't have a baby and we just change him and feed them, you know, I, I wanted to do something. I wanted my kids to grow up and want to do what they wanted to do. I wanted them to know the right and the wrong, you know, stuff mm -hmm. like that. But other than that, as far as me being a dad, my dad was really not in my life. He was there, but he, he didn't live with us. And all the things that he wouldn't do, I always said, I'm going to do that for my kids. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. You know what I mean? I didn't want to beat my kids. I would talk to my kids to punish them, you know, and they got so, oh, he getting, here he getting ready to talk, you know what I mean? So that was better than beating the shit. I mean, beating them, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, hammering them into the ground, <laughs> you know, so I did that. And then when you came along, you were like un something. Un With my two, my first two kids, my two girls, they were like unbelievable because I had a daughter. Wow. You know what I mean? Here I am running after women, and now my woman that I ran after is having a, a girl. Yeah. And then when you came along to have a boy, it was like unbelievable. And me and you bonded just like this. Yeah. You just bonded right away. When you were brought home, you slept with me, yeah. you know, all the way, <laughs> all the way. And if I, I would be a dad all over again if I had to. With the kids that I raised, I would do it all over again. That's amazing, man. And, and I think I got mostly off the subject of what you were asking. No, you, you're hitting it. And that's what I'm saying, the importance of being a dad. And so for, the, for, for Pam, my oldest sister, when you first had, like you said, your daughter was first. So yes. for you, what kind of, my question is, what kind of way... In what way did that impact you just as a person? Of course, moms, like I said, we're going to definitely talk on moms when I have my mom on the show. But when, as a dad, I don't know, did you ever feel like, because for me, <laughs> I'm kind of not even getting to the, the point. For me, as a father, it's, it's, it's tricky because I feel like mothers and women in general are just gods. Like they have the nourishing, they have the caring. Right. So as a as a man and as a dad, you're kind of like not pushed to the side, but also elevated at the same time because your importance, just your presence is so important. So for Pam, how do you, I've seen, like personally, I can see the impact that you being around has had opposed to a woman who does not have dad around. So for you, just being there, how did that how did that help cultivate the the first child with Pam? How did that help you be a better person and make sure that you were there for her? 
Well, when Pam <clears throat> when Pam was born, I was already raising like my sister's two boys. Mm. They were just they're just a few years younger, older than Pam. And I was so into raising them that when she came along, now I got a female. So it took that that like velvet glove to raise a girl, you know. So you had prior experience raising your siblings. Yeah, my, my 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 sisters and my brother, I helped raise them, you know. And then my sister had two boys. She had one boy, and we were very close, and we are very close. And then she had her youngest son, and we're very close. So by the time I got used to them. It's another baby here. Now it's my baby, and it's right. a girl. So I just buckled down, and I said all the things that I saw in the past, I wanted to make my future stronger than my past. I, you know, I built my future on my past. So my past is more or less the ground floor, and I built from that. Of course. And I was just hoping to instill all the qualities that I wanted into you know my children you know it's like education I was really 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 high on that because of my education you yeah. know I wasn't forced to go to school in the back in the day and stuff like that if you went you went I mean your parents really wanted you to go but it was a lot of playing hooky hanging out at your friends' houses and stuff like that yeah and all that all that just went away it seems like when once my daughter was born and then years later my son was born and it's, it was like at the right time, you know what I mean? Yeah. You came at the right time. I was not as wild as I was when I was in my 20s, and, you know, things just came around as a, a parent, you yeah. know, as a dad, and I was glad to be in my kid's life. Your mother and I, we raised the five kids, right. and, you know, and it was just a beautiful thing. There was no arguing, no. It was just a beautiful thing as far as being a parent that I wanted to be. Right growing up as a child. I said, I'll never do this, I'll never do that. And I did, I'd say 85% of the things I wanted to do, I did. And that 15%, I didn't do because yeah. I was abused, I would say, mentally in that way. So your inspiration to be the best version of a dad came from being different, like our first episode talked about, in the world that you were raised. So by your dad not being there as much, you said, no matter what, I'm gonna be here for. I'm gonna be here. My kid at the I'm time gonna... being just Pam. Yeah. And then boom, you get another girl. Here comes Tiny. How did and... that feel? Now it's like I got one. So now here, here's my second one. Was there a different level of understanding for you? No, you know they, they are a year, a year, a year and a month apart, but they fell into my life once. I. Once my wife had Pam, then she had Latasha, it was, I was ready for the transition. I had Pam already, and when Latasha came, it was Tasha. When <laughs> Tasha came, it was, I was ready for her. I had one and one, yeah. you know what I mean? Was there any fear of or concern about focusing on one more than the other at all? No, I never had that focus. And, and today, and this here is April 8th, 2023, if you say one name, you usually say the other one, mm -hmm. Pam and Tiny. So it's you like, were always inclusive. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it was even at a point when I when I would punish one, I punished the other one. The other one could be coloring, and one could break a dish. The one got to put that coloring book up, and they both get the same punishment. Yeah. So I kept them at the same. So there was no one was better, one was worse. None, none of that, you know. 
So you come from a system. I've heard, I forget the gentleman's name, but he says that usually in life you get three aspects of people. You get the people who don't have that want to create change. You get the people who have and want to replicate. And then you get the people in the middle. I feel like that's where I come in. We weren't poor, but we weren't super rich. Right. And I think growing with that at that gray area is the most tricky and the most unique because I'm not, again, I'm not out here starving. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm, I'm eating, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we're not, we don't own a restaurant. We're not right, going to right, right, right. a grocery store. Metaphorically like speaking, of course. Mm-hmm. So now you got your two girls and then boom, years later, I get a son. <laughs> what do you think was different? And this is all going to lead to me talking about my boys <laughs> and my girl now, but what do you think was different when I was born and then also being a boy? I think when you were born, the difference was like with Pam and Tiny, I had time. But with you, it's like I had patience. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Now I got time and patience. You know what I mean? Raising them, it took time. And then by the time you came, I was patient enough to wait for you. You know what I mean? So when you came, it just, it was a, a whole package. And along with you, it was, I had your two brothers. Yeah. So see, so I had five kids and then I had your cousin. So you had a blended family jump yeah, I had, in. So I had, you had Pam and Tiny first, then a blended family. And then you. And then me. Right. So then I got your cousin. So <laughs> Yeah, we raised, we raised, yeah. we raised a nice solid team. Yeah. So <laughs> and, and and every everybody that came into our home, I wanted them to feel loved. I wanted them to feel that protection. Yeah. You know, I didn't want them to feel like they were just at the house. I wanted yeah. them to have some kind of value there. You know what I'm saying? And at this moment, I mean, I, there's another show that does this, but it's saying give people their flowers while they're here. I have to celebrate the life that you have contributed to me, specifically as dad. Of course, there's mom and dad, but today's episode is dad. With you being there, it I can't imagine a life without that. And you were there so amazing. Like you said, as a kid, as the youngest of pretty much everybody, I saw you approach everything with love. You know what I mean? I saw you approach everything with conversation, with patience. And I only try to emulate that with my boys and now my girl and my blended family. Mm-hmm. It's like I, you've given me your shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because now I'm in that situation. But to me, I'm glad you can wear those shoes and they're comfortable and you feel, you know, not That's under saying, any kind man. of pressure. It's really the example that you set as a dad. It was, it's, you, there's no bar. You've kind of just, it's, you've shot it out of this universe because again, I saw you work hard. You would come home, you would cook. You still found time for your family. Even specifically for me, man, like, you would come in and watch. I know you didn't understand the video games I was playing, but you, <laughs> you would sit there and check it out. We would watch movies. You made time. You had the 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 work hard ethic. You were a well-rounded father, man. And I, I got to just give you all... Thank you. The props Thank for you. being you. that. And and Thank again, setting an example for me to now emulate and try to replicate because now here comes my story. <laughs> I hit high school and 
you know, I'm here here comes Kellel. And I to me, I was frightened. I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, yeah. wait, what? A lot of uncertainties. Huh? That just I've, I'm still a kid. So I'm like, I, I didn't have that what I feel like you had as far as like you you love working hard. I can't stand hard work. I work smarter, <laughs> I don't work harder. So right, I'm like, right. my dad goes to work and he's out in the rain and the heat, and they're like, is this what I have to do now? And like, you know. I'm thankful that, you know, your mother was so cool that, you know, it didn't, I didn't, I never felt that pressure when kell yeah. came. Right. I felt like, again, I'm just, I'm in a great area where I'm really fortunate to have certain people in my life. And the way that we parented is still cool. Like we, you know, he's, he's at his mom's and, and there's no tension there. Right. Not right. to say that there wasn't tension. There was plenty of moments where it was like, oh my goodness, oh, what is this? Are we going to grow out of this? Right. But as the example that you set as dad, I, again, I'm like, okay, my dad was patient with this. He he dealt with, because of course, you know, you and moms had arguments or whatever the case may be, but I watched how you handled it. And I think that's what's important for dads to be around is to set that example. If mom's not there, I mean, if dad's not there and you're just watching how mom is handling the boyfriend or whatever the case may be, and you know, that usually that example isn't too good because first off, you're not, that's not your child, whether it be a son or a daughter. Mm-hmm. And you're now the dad stepping into some, a woman's life who has a baby. And now this single mother is taking on another man while also trying to raise her kids. It's like, as the example, again, that I've seen you say, with Derek and LG, I've never felt like we weren't all 100% right. brothers and sisters. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Always. Like It always felt like these were all your kids. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And of course, that wasn't the case. But again, you set that example. So now with Kales, then I meet a legend's mother who had a, a son. So now we're, I get her and, and, and her son, and now I got Kales. So now I'm like, okay, how do I balance this? You know what I mean? And now, again, watching you do it, I keep, I always refer back to, it's like that, what would Jesus do? I'm like, what right. would my dad do? And that's the importance of wow, fathers. what would my dad do? That's great. Thank and that's, that's thanks that you set that example, because you could have that opposite. And you came from the opposite of that, of like, okay, my dad wasn't here, so now I get to, I get to set my own blueprint mm-hmm. of how I want to be a father. You know what I mean? But I saw you, and I'm like, I like that. So let me, let me do that. But that's a gift that I have right. that so many people don't. So for you... You got to see, well, let's take it back to Pam and Tiny real quick. Pam got to see a side of you that I will never know, which is the beginning father. Mm-hmm. Tiny and Pam got to see a side of you that I will never know. <laughs> so then when I come along, I see this side, and I'm sure they look like, dang, there's a meme that shows Queen Latifah, and it's her and set it off. And then her in like now, where she's all glammed up, but mm-hmm. instead of it off, she was out there getting, Tough, you know yeah. what I mean? So that's the version I feel like that they got of you. And then with him, he got to see me grow up and be who I am today, because I wasn't always like this. But at the same time, me raising him, he's also raising me. So mm-hmm. for Pam, I feel like that's a perspective she could possibly have with you, because I'm not... Again, I got like the chill version. Like you said, I have patience with you. Mm-hmm. And that I think that was seen and felt by me. But see, that's the way my life was. Like I say, with Pam and Tiny, it was time. Mm-hmm. And then with you, I was at patience. Yeah. You know what I mean? So time and patience. And look at what we got. You know what I mean? There's exactly. no bunch of hate and animosity and miscommunications. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, 
Like you got the best sayings, I'd rather be early and wait for you than late and miss you. <laughs> right. I use that today. You got some very good qualities. And if you got any of this from me, absolutely. I really feel great about that. You that, should, you man. Know, you I should. Really if you're do. proud of anything that I am, it's because you were there, man. You know, I really down. do. You know. I think, uh, like I was saying with Nas, I'm sorry. With anyway, his name is Nas. Once the family became blended with Legend's mother. We, I use the example that you said with D-Love, with my brothers and my sisters. I never felt there was any separation. Mm -hmm. So again, hopefully in today's world, looking back, her, you know, her son Nas can look at me and say, you know, you were a cool guy. And that's again, because I followed your blueprint. I didn't want him to feel separate. I didn't want him to feel alienated <clears throat> at times. And then boom, now legend comes. And the reason I asked you was there a fear of separation is because I, not fear of separation or like, but just showing like favoritism. Like I'm thinking with Kells here, how do I now love another child coming in, which mm -hmm. is legend. So I'm like, oh man, when I found out I was, <laughs> but I will say this, I feel personally that boys are a lot easier than girls. I don't oh, know yeah. what it is I yet because I, I think just had a girl like she's about to be a year next month but i'm like this was fun this mm -hmm. guy right here is like raising myself it's mm -hmm. like looking in a mirror we get to play with toys and video games See, and i had girls like tiny's 15 years older than you yeah <clears throat> so she was 15 when you were born so now i got a boy that I can do things with, you know what I mean? It, you came at the right point in my life though, yeah. like I said, you know, it was, it was really good. That's Your awesome. mother would go travel and you would stay right there with me and you hung out with me. You had no problems with nothing that I did, you know what I mean? Yeah, seriously. It was, it was, it was a, a good carbon copy of what I wanted in my kids, my son, if I had one. Yeah. And when I got one, you know, you, you're not out in the streets, you know, you, you, you're pretty mellow and I think Think most of it to your kids, your family. You know, yeah. like me having having a Pasquale here and and Trey Rock, and then now Yummy. You know, and you got Kino and and Deuce. Yeah, you know, you got you know. Yeah, the world I'm in now really set a tone because again, I'm coming into a woman's life who has a child. I now have two children, so I'm like again, trying to find that balance. I'm always looking for that balance and the ability to adjust to become a better person. Mm -hmm. That's how I approach life. So I'm like, okay, with this guy now, and it's another little boy, thank gosh, man. I don't know, girls just seem like they just take your heart and your soul. <laughs> you said it was another boy, what's what's happening? No, I'm saying with Caleb. Oh, so oh. see, obviously she has her son and I'm bringing in two boys and now we have a blended family. And not only that, but then she has Kyla, so it's like, I really had to take your blue book and now make it mine. Mm -hmm. And by that, I hope for it. Like him and with Legend and every, everybody around me, I hope the examples that I'm setting are great, again, as a father, because the topic is the importance of fathers. So now for you, what what is your experience? And it's okay if we have some gripes, if you want <laughs> please lay it all out, the importance that you think of a, of a father. I started to notice the importance at like a young age, like with Nas, I wouldn't say like he was jealous or anything, but like it just made him think about his dad and he would be like, I wonder what he's up to, you know what I'm saying? And so I noticed with Nas and then going throughout school, like you said, not everyone's fortunate enough to even have both their parents. So like 
seeing the difference, especially in boys without a dad, I was like, I could really be like them, you know what I mean? But I believe, again, you set great examples. And I was going down that path at one point. But again, you helped me. And I strayed away from it, <laughs> which was, again, I'm thankful because looking back at it, that future only had two outcomes. Yeah. And I, I noticed that, like, boys, I don't know why they tend to, like, go down that when they don't have a father. I think they just look for love in a different area. So, like, when it's not at home and they feel like their mom is getting on to them, they just, they go out and join a gang and look at them as, like, new family. You know? Right. And, and that's how me and Charles was. But, like, again, we wasn't no gang. It was just me and him. It was just us two. We stuck together. I got my dad. He lied to me. He told me he didn't have his dad and that he didn't want him in his life. But then he got back into his dad's life and was, like, very appreciative. Are you talking about Charles? Yeah. Oh, okay. Charles. Sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't understood that. I understand. I was like, why would you lie to me? Like, what? What was the reason of that? But I'm just glad he got his dad back. Yeah. And he's doing better. <laughs> so you've noticed a positive change. Yeah, I believe it is a positive. I didn't don't think all dads are great don't for sure wrong but having a male role model in your life is great it helps you out tremendously in my opinion yeah and again that goes back to my story with you man like i i can't speak to the opposite of not knowing what it's like because if i had a show you were there with the camera and trying to create props and, and supporting my dreams you know what i mean and that's a great feeling that so imagine if every kid and not even on the level of just dads but black fathers especially I, I really feel like and I hate to single that out because it seems cliche but at the same time it is very important because if we're not following your example and we see another guy out there doing the same thing well you're a great example and we see another dad like you say not all dads are great <laughs> and usually most dads are raised by the streets or whatever the case may mm -hmm. be so now we're you got those kids following that, exactly. you know what I mean? So to be that countermeasure of what is out there, the easy way, I could say, because usually it seems like when a, can you agree to this? When you have a positive dad or, or male figure, they're more disciplined. There's more structure. There's more. Definitely. So without that, you're kind of freely just doing whatever. You're experimenting with drugs or just treating women however you want to treat them or making decisions that you're not thinking about consequences that come along. And I still, I believe this plays in back with our first topic. Social media has a big play into it because, again, those become their new role models. Exactly. And, yeah, again, I still had you in my life. It was not like I didn't have a dad, but I felt the need to do all that stuff. And, again, there's multiple males at my school that feel the need to do all that, knowing they have a dad that would not support it. Right. But again, social media was their role model was mm -hmm. their inspiration and they took it and made it their personality. Yeah. They they're following the sheeps. They are. <laughs> and that's that's a lot of times you have parents in today's world where they're so busy and caught up where they will just give a child a device and let that device raise the child. Yeah. <laughs> and that again, that's a dark side to like you say that first topic of social media. <laughs> it's if that phone is with you more than your parents are sitting down talking to you or hanging out and whatever the case may be, you're going to nine times out of ten find that black hole and get sucked into it. And now you're a part of that cycle. Mm -hmm. 
expecting instant gratification, instant results, everything. I believe fathers teach patience. Like with you, you helped me to learn how to do a full U-turn in a garage, a two-car garage. That took some... That took something special to, to make. tear down my house, huh? <laughs> could have, could, that could have went <laughs> really the, bad. Drove out the back of the wall. But your something. level of patience with me to do that, you didn't have, it was a regular day. What made you just say? Make a U-turn in the garage. <laughs> with the garage closed, okay? Do you understand? The but that, that, that right there, to me, I have a really unique perspective on life. That was like some real training right there. I felt like samurai <laughs> in the forest learning how to breathe or something. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. And we did it. It was done. Wow. You turned it around. We made huh? the U-turn. but <laughs> In again, the garage with the door closed. <laughs> I had that that male figure, that importance of a, of a great... I can't even just put too many greats on it, man. You you knocked this out of the park as, as a father. And, you, you, and something that I wanted to do for him, I took him to the, the flyaway. And you were there. Oh yeah. You had to, you, he he had to have the glasses on. Yeah. I mean, you know, just being doing things like that made it be dad. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing something with my son, and then he got his son. There, yeah. You know. Yeah. So that was really cool, man. He cried to put the goggles on <laughs> just to have something with his dad. That was yeah. so beautiful, man. And I think also going back into the dads with the way that to me discipline is not punishment. It doesn't always have to be punishment. No, no, no. It's just discipline. It's literally training again. Mm -hmm. You're training your children. And the way that I would say you raised me again was a lot of patience. I don't know if I was bad per se, but when I had moments, you would talk to me like I was just a regular, a grown up man. You know, you weren't doing the baby talk. So no, it, I could raised, do that. it gave me a more mature perspective on how you mm -hmm. approached it. And I think that's important for dads to know, man. Like, you know, just because you're, 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 especially with boys like dads and sons, just because they're younger, don't approach them like they're younger. It's okay to talk to them and be bloody honest about something. Even if it's a disagreement, this is a moment for you and your father to have, or you and the man that's in your life, stepdad, hopefully that you have an amazing stepdad to just again, kind of progress each other because what it, what you're right, doing in that right. house, you're going to take out into the world. Exactly. And that shows, again, with the, the way school, you know, shootings and stuff happen. What they're seeing is what's at home first. And mm -hmm. they're, they're going out and spreading that. Right. So by us being a, a positive YouTube channel and podcast, we want to infect people with being times 10. So what we're seeing and hopefully what he's seeing by my examples and Legend and Caleb and even with Leia now. I didn't touch on that. Let me touch on that really quick. <laughs> so your your life went the reverse of mine. You had two daughters and then me. Right. I had two boys and now yeah. Leia. Right. A girl. And to me, this is the first time I've felt the difference. For some reason with Kells and Legend, it felt so like a left and a right lung. I don't think about which lung is giving more power or right, right, just, right, I'm right, just breathing. Right. Exactly. You know? And that's it's how just, it felt with them. Mm -hmm. It was, it still is very just, it's carefree. And now with Leia, it feels like a heart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like, oh, when you get a pain or I don't want to see her cry, I don't want to, I'm really like, I think I might be slowing her down from walking because I'm picking her up too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I really feel like that's a heart. And, that's why I say, man, for you, I know 
that you might not have noticed at the time, but you mm-hmm. had two hearts first. Right, right. You know what I mean? And then it's like, now you got the lung to breathe and be patient mm-hmm. and, okay, I got this. But you remember I was saying time and patience? Yes. So you got it backwards now. You, you the, the patience <laughs> with the, exactly. the boys, now you got the time that's been with Leia. Exactly. So see, it, it all works out. Yeah, man, it's, it's very interesting. Yeah. So now, you know, we've been at it for a minute. I do want to jump into, wait, before we do, is there anything y'all want to add to the importance of fathers before we wrap that up? No, but I just want to say all all guys can be dads, but it takes a certain guy to be a father. You know what I mean? A father. When you look at the word father, we look at our spirit as being the father, a God. We say that's the father. So just think having that title in, being on earth and you're having a title as a father, not just daddy, but father, that that gives you a lot of praise. You know what I mean? Oh, this is my father. When you go to church or when you're in your spirit, you introduce the Lord as your father. Right. And that's a very, very high praise. You understand what I'm saying, Squally? So when you say my father, that's better. This is my daddy. You know what I mean? Okay. You know what I mean? He... My mama had me for him or whatever. We they had me or whatever, but he's not my father. He's my daddy, mm-hmm. and it's just a difference in the way you use it. You know, like mother and mama. You right. know what I mean? And see, I think kind of the opposite. Really, I feel like anybody could be a father, but it takes a true man to be a dad. Okay, and I, it's just a play on words. For but me. I was just using the spiritual, you know, right, father. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I understand what you're saying. Because any man can father a child, in my right, opinion. Right. So for me, it's like now you're a dad. You have that time and patience, that mm-hmm. energy to want to be there. Right. So how about for you? Is there anything you want to add to it? No, I'm just grateful to have a great dad right. and a great grandfather. You feel me? To raise oh, my dad. Right. Generations right here. Right. I love you guys. I love you guys to death, man. Love you, man. I love all of y'all. So for me, I think I want to end it by saying to the to the men out there, just if you are a dad or you're looking to become a dad, my advice would be what you've heard here today. Patience, time, and love. Of course, you know, the money's gonna come and go, the materialistic things are gonna come and go. But if y'all could be homeless and just sitting under a bridge and your kids love being around you, they don't know what what finance is. They don't know what what working a nine to five is. So finding that time and that patience for your kids, to me, is the most important thing. And then injecting that with love is how those are like my top three recipes. Although sounding cliche, actually implementing those recipes every single day with every chance you get, even in moments where your kids are acting up, I personally don't believe on whooping them. I think that's more for you as a parent (laughs) than it is for them. But again, discipline doesn't have to be punishment. Discipline can be training. So sitting down and talking to your kids when they have a bad moment, like I said, whether it be a girl or your daughter or your son, having that moment to sit down and guide them, to be guides, to be leaders, to be mentors. They go to school and hang out with a teacher who doesn't really care too much about them for the most part, but they come home to us. As long as we're there and we're present, I think this world could be a whole lot better. Yes, it could. So with that, we're going to jump on our last last little fun topic. We're going to go over three films, our favorite action, our favorite animation, and our favorite comedy, and why we love those movies, and then we'll wrap it up. Go ahead, Dad. I want you to go first, man. What is your top three films? You got action. I'd say my 
top three films. I like Face Off. Oh, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. Right? Yep. Beyond Steve McQueen. Nice. I got I got an array of movies, but those two always. What about stand comedy? Out. What's your favorite comedy? I say comedy would be number one. I say would be Life because it hits on all subjects in there. Um, Murphy and Martin. Yeah. Yeah. I like stand up comedy, like Richard Pryor comedy, you know, stuff like that. Okay. So yeah, man. What about for you? Top three. I like all the Friday movies for comedy. Nice. I just think it was funny. It great. <laughs> I like that was on Turbo. yesterday. Turbo, as far as animation, the Disney movie about the snail. Oh, can eventually compete with Cars because I think that is just a great concept. They look at the slowest animal ever, and now he's racing in the Indy 500. Wow, <laughs> that's an underrated gem right there. That was a great movie to me. I just loved it, and Jack Frost, as far as like. Action. I just thought it was great. Jack Frost, what is that one? It's about a dude, he has like white hair and he eventually like ends up taking over the winter holiday. Like, oh, okay. I forgot what did it. Well, you put the topic on it. I mean, you gave a good, he took over the holidays. Yeah. So he's like the opposite of Heat Miser, which is which. Uh, For me, I would say Coming to America is definitely my favorite. Comedy of all that just it's a masterpiece, man. I love love the love story, I love the African theme of coming to America and being in this crazy world of as soon as he gets here, he's told the F off by the (laughs) what the (laughs) the neighbor. Yeah, he's just smiling like what does dumb fuck mean? Doesn't know. You don't know uh, none of the American language, you know, the slangs or nothing. Seriously, man. For action, I would have to say the Matrix trilogy. I love the philosophical side of the Matrix, as well as them implementing the action for the oohs and the ahs and mm-hmm. the slow-mo bullet time. I feel like that really changed so much with filmmaking. So much, so much. Uh, like I say, the story was deep. You can go into the Matrix with two sides. You can go for the action which is usually what I think a lot of people do. And then there's the, the sub story, man, the heart of it, which is the matrix itself, mm-hmm. uh, the ability to be in a simulation and none of this be real. It's only what you make it. You say America, coming to America. The matrix, matrix trilogy. trilogy. And dang, it was comedy action. Oh, and animation. That's, see, that's a hard one. Yeah. My one favorite. Of my, anim- one of my cartoons is Despicable two, three. Oh, Despicable! Oh, no. <laughs> I love Groot. It. Yeah, I man. love it. Uh, I would have to say for me, I'm gonna take it way back to Lion King. You Again, gotta do that. I That's just, your favorite. That's I your love. favorite Christmas ornament and everything. I think to me though, that emulated life, like how Simba's looking up to his dad, and you know, you're that dad. You're there for me. So the fun that they was having and. When he Simba went out to the the dark side, when you know he was told not to ever go there, the dad didn't scold him like that. He was like, "You you disobeyed me," and he talked to Simba, and that to me was such a dope representation of like a father and a son, right, what it could right, be. Because right. everybody else that I knew, they was getting whoopings. Like I've heard some stories, and I'm like, "Goodness gracious, thank you, mm. man." My dad I <laughs> heard whoopings from outside. Bro. That's like, crazy. I'm yeah. so glad I didn't have that experience. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. I'm glad I didn't have to experience say, that. So look, with that really quick, they say that that hurts a child. Would you feel like not whooping me hurt me in any sense? I think 
being physically beaten on you. I don't think I never was much on that. It wouldn't I mean, have did anything. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It would have. Like they said, it's going to hurt me more than you. Exactly. And I think that's what it would have done if yeah. I would have been beaten on you. I'm thinking I'm hurting you, but I'm really hurting myself. For sure. Know? For sure. So I didn't want to do that, you know. Yeah. But so yeah, I think that that's a good top three. So we would love to know what your top three films are. Comedy, drama, and animation. Please leave it in the comments below. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today and joining us for the podcast. Now, before we go, Dad, is there anything that you'd like to leave our listeners and our viewers with a little piece of you? No, I just like to say just take care of yourself. And uh, keep your family close to you all the time. Stay in touch with your family. Take care of yourself. And have a have a very blessed day. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> How about for you, Kel? What you got going on that you want to tell our listeners about? Just like if you enjoyed, you know, leave feedback, of course. And yes, have a good day. Yes. I have Don't to shout out. to subscribe to this channel. There we go. Look at that with the subscribe. <laughs> like, share, comment, subscribe. Once again, we want to shout out Ignis Umbra for the amazing opportunity. Everything that you guys are seeing here, if you like it, the sound, the camera quality, everything is helped produced by Ignis Umbra. They're an amazing team. Please reach out and check them out. They can help bring your visions to life. For me, we actually just wrapped up a photo shoot here at Ignis Umbra. It was a vampire club slash blade type of shoot. So head on over to their Instagram. The link will be right here for you guys. Check it out. It was awesome bringing back Blade. Just jumping back into that whole thing was awesome. Richard really went all out. He had a whole set with blood and it was amazing. You just got to head over and check it all out. But again, thank you guys so much for joining us today. And do not be afraid to be different. And always times 10. Hey.